Hey everybody, this is Joel for another episode of The Maven Minds, where great minds come together and share their experiences. I have a special, special guest today. She's my first interviewee uh, for this podcast, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. Maybe you guys could learn some, some life lessons here and some things you guys could take with you. Uh, she studied corporate communications and marketing at the University of Houston, graduated in 2010, and uh, she is now the owner and founder of Mare, that's M-A-I-R, a fine fragrance brand that launched in October of 2015. Her name is Mare Emmett Nogu. Welcome, Mare. Hey, how are you? I'm glad to be here. Good, good. I'm glad you came. Thank you so much for you know taking the time to come on the show. And, uh, you know, we just wanted to uh, make sure to get your, your story out there. You know, I really thought that I'm very inspired all the time by entrepreneurs and I understand the struggle and things like that. So definitely I wanted to help get the, the name out there, let people know here in the city of Houston. And uh, if you're located elsewhere to my listeners, um, my, you guys can always check her out online. But uh, Mayor, can you uh, 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 let us know um, a little bit more about your your product and and and, uh, you know, how it all started uh, from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, the story of how I got started in perfume is a wild one. It, it started with my signature. Uh, after graduating college, I um, started, my first job was as a receptionist. Mm -hmm. And um, I graduated college in two years, so I was 20 when I graduated. And I didn't have a signature. I would always sign documents with my initials or just, you know, write my name. And um, a delivery guy one day got offended with my initials because my initials are me. <laughs> yeah. And he thought, you know, is this a joke? And I was like, no, 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 sir. Those are, those are my initials. And so um, didn't want that to happen again. And so I was figuring out my signature at the front desk. And literally right when I had finished, a VP by the name of Van Wilson came in, saw it and said, Mayor, I can see this on a perfume bottle, handed it back and walked away. And that's how uh, this brand started. So you got the idea from now this VP, he was the VP of vice president of. Uh, so he worked, he worked for the engineering firm, but on the automate automation side. So, um, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not familiar with with his exact title. I'm sure by yeah. now he's he's higher up. Um, but at the time, he was, you know, on the executive staff of 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 the company. Yeah. So after the the signature, and he, you know, I guess he kind of put a little seed in your head to uh, to kind of think about it for a little bit. And after that, you you kind of started getting into. Uh, well, how long is it? What? Uh, uh, how long was it until you? Uh, you know, you started, you know, kind of getting into it or how did that work after? Well, the transition was a long one because I, I, when he said that, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't really think much of it, but it wasn't until, you know, maybe three days after or one week after where every time I would hear my name, how are you, Mayor? What's up, Mayor? I would hear perfume. I wouldn't even hear my name anymore. I would hear perfume. And so for three years, that's what that's what I would hear. And so um, at the end of 2014, I was like, you know, something's got to change. I don't really like how much I'm making. I don't like where I'm working. Um, I either need to get a second job that I do like or go into business for myself and going into business for myself one. And, um, I'm a huge believer in faith. I, I love Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, I just prayed about it. I prayed about it for three months. I didn't want to jump into a business without, 
without confirmation that there would be grace for it. And so um, after I got that confirmation that going into business in perfume was something that, you know, I had grace for, I just dove into it. Well, you got to think too, I mean, it's a big, it's a big challenge. I mean, not most people are saying, you know, either I go work or just go start a business. I mean, what is it that kind of led you to even think about, you know, going and working for myself or wanting to, you know, become, I guess, you know, millionaire or something, make a lot of money or something. I mean, I, I mean, it's a big decision to just, you know, thinking about quitting your job or transitioning to that later. I mean, what kind of led you down that way of prepping to get into business or doing it your own way? Well, I was unhappy, you know, I, I was, I was tired of, you know, being laid off from oil and gas positions because of the volatile market. And that's, that was my life. I never got out of oil and gas. All every job I've had was in oil and gas. And I was just tired of being laid off. I was unhappy. And, um, that, that's why, I mean, and that was reason enough for me. So where, uh, so after you, uh, then, you know, you took you, you said about a couple of years, three years to, to finally, uh, I guess, um, uh, you know, build up to actually going out and starting. I mean, where is it that you started then from there to, to get going? Um, what do you mean? I don't understand. So like, what, where was it after you, um, so after you uh, decided that, you know, it's time to get into business, where was the, the first step in, in, in your venture? Uh, well, the first step was figuring out how to do perfume. I don't, I don't have a perfume background. I'm not a chemist, but I am a perfume addict. So I knew where to start and I already came in knowing, you know, the makeup of perfume. I knew the fundamentals. You need water, alcohol, and essential oils. Um, so knowing that it was just trying to figure out what scents I liked. And, um, you can either do that through market study, your market study can determine the scent or mm -hmm. you can. And so for me, man, I hit up every whole foods in my area, every, you know, grocery store that had essential oils. And I would just stay there and smell all of their essential oils and would find, uh, which scents I liked, which scents I didn't. Sure. And then, so uh, did you do like any, cause I mean, you said you, you really liked the sense and all that, but, um, you know, this was a big task though. I mean, what is it that encouraged you to take on this big, this big challenge? Cause you got to think, I mean, you, you're going to get a perfume. I mean, I'm sure you would want it in big retail stores and things like that. I mean, you're going to be competing mm -hmm. against very big brands. So, I mean, it's a big leap. I mean, why, why take that leap? Uh, how are you so confident? You know, I mean, what is it that you feel that, you know, you were going to do to, to get some market share? You know, to be honest, I, there, there wasn't a real recipe. I, you know, I didn't even think, to be honest, I did not even think about the, 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 the cons of business. I literally, my, my mindset was once I got that confirmation to go into business, I did, I didn't think about the risks. Um, and maybe that's, that's good advice or bad advice for someone, but I didn't, I didn't do any list of pros and cons. I just did it. And sometimes that's all you need to do. Like, uh, the best thing you can do for yourself is to start. Just start. Yeah. And we hear that a lot from a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of other people that I've, you know, came across. So, um, now that you are messing with the oils, kind of, you know, practicing with them, uh, I mean, how are you trying to develop this? I mean, are, are you trying to do this yourself? Uh, I mean, how do you go about creating these oils now? I mean, cause I'm sure you have to use ratios and uh, certain, yeah. you know, certain chemicals or formulas and things like that. I mean, how is it that you learn this stuff or did you use somebody? 
Well, you know, the market studies helped. Uh, the market studies will tell you what ingredients sell. They'll tell you what categories sell. Um, and for me, I at, there was a point where I was like, okay, I'm either going to listen to a market study or I'm going to make this from my heart. And so I threw out the market study and I was just like, okay, well, what do I like? I like jasmine, I like bergamot, and I like amber. And um, I just kind of went from there. I just, you know, got my eyedropper and got a little petri dish and, you know, took, played with scents and uh, kind of experimented what paired well with what. And once I found that out, it was time to find a chemist. Hmm. Okay. So that's the next step. So then how did you go about finding a chemist? Uh, trial and error. <laughs> yeah. I um, went through three two to three different people before locking down on the one that, you know, helps me produce Remember When. Um, you know, some people don't have your best interests at heart. Some people, you know, just aren't honest. And some people just, you will have your, have your formula and be like, no, that's, that's not a winning, that's not a winning one. Um, so trial and error, there's, there really isn't a recipe for, you know, finding the right people. You just kind of, have to go through that process. So um, for me, um, the right person was the right person that believed in my vision. So for, I kind of feel like my, my vision was an easy one to relate to and a, and a good one to run with. But, you know, the truth comes out at the end when with their t intentions. But, you know, um, I just found someone that believed in me a little bit more than I did. Sure. So did you have to go through like a certain amount of uh, like this? Did you interview them or did they interview you? Um, did you go through any committees uh, and, uh, you know, and uh, how did they, you know, believe in your product? Yeah, I mean, I was grilled uh, several times on my brand and where the future of where I wanted the brand to go by a lot of the chemists. But honestly, the one that I locked down on, his name is Fred Cohen. Um, he really just wanted to hear the story. And that was it. He, he didn't care of the future. He didn't really he didn't really care because he he's great <laughs> you know and his formulas are, are in a lot of his his excuse me his um his perfumes are in a lot of 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 your you know uh, perfume counters um so from for him it was just the story and once he heard the story he was like i'm in so what about money yeah well i'll be honest uh, this business is very expensive. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I saved over the years. And um, for me, I was really saving towards uh, paying off my car. So right when I graduated and got my first job, I bought a car and I, my goal was to pay it off in within three years of having it. Well, I took a trip to Canada. We were, it was a business trip and uh, my boss was with me and I was like, man, I'm so excited because I'm going to pay off my car and it's going to be the best thing ever. And he kind of looked at me with a, with a crazy look and he was like, you know, Mayor, that's probably you know, the worst thing you could do for yourself right now. And I didn't understand. I was like, man, I, I really just want to be debt free. And that's what all the books are saying, you know, like pay off your debt, pay off your debt. Yeah. And he was like, and his best advice that I, that I got was, you know, always make your money work for you. And if you put it in a car, 
is that money really working for you? And so um, I kind of left that day going, okay, well, I'm just going to keep throwing money in here and not really knowing what the purpose, what the end purpose will be. So I, Mayor is 100% funded by me for now. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Okay, so now that you got your chemist, um, how long does it take when you know till you guys actually get something going, or how long did it take? Uh, you know, what was the goal? What was the plan? How did that all plan out or work out for you? Well, I'm definitely the new kid on the block when it comes to perfume. So for me, it took a long time to get Remember When to where it is. It took 57 tries to get it. And that wasn't all with one chemist. Um, uh, just overall, Remember When took 57 times to get finalized. Um, and pretty much it was because, you know, we were going different routes. And I just, at the end, you know, I, I just had to say, you know, I'm going to make this. <laughs> And um, this is the way it's going to be. So the way I first started was, you know, with the first chemist I had, they were making the scents for me. And those scents weren't really matching up to the expectation of what I wanted, remember when to be. And they just kept failing. So every scent that every revision was just, you know, not good. And so it wasn't until I actually like met with Fred and, and, you know, uh, shared my vision and scent with him and his wife that, uh, remember when actually started smelling nicer. So remember, <laughs> remember, like winnable. yeah. Remember when is the, the name of the perfume, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Just, just for our viewers today. I, I don't think I mentioned that, but uh, go ahead. So you were saying that, so they, uh, they agreed to, to help you out. And uh, from there, you guys ended up uh, doing so many uh, trial and errors until the 57th time you guys got one down. I mean, what was it that determined that it was the one? Well, you know, I'm very picky. I'm not going to be shy about that. <laughs> yeah. um, so every revision, they were like, oh, I don't know if she's going to like this one. But, um, you know, to be, uh, what made it the scent, I, it had to be something that I would wear, you know, and I'm very, very particular about what I wear, number one, <laughs> um, and what I, what I use. I mean, it's, it's everything you do is your brand, right? So, sure. um, it just had to, it just had to match what was already, you know, created. Like it had to match the logo, it, which the, the logo looks very luxurious. It looks very, you know, um, high class. And so it had to smell like high class. It had to smell like you bought it at a, you know, tier one department store. It, it just had to, you know, it's kind of those, one of those things where, you know, you know it when you smell it. So what, uh, how, how did you come up with, so once you got the, the scent down, uh, what was it that? Uh, how did you get the the uh, the font and the 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 the, the I guess the, the name? Remember when? How did you come up with all the whole marketing strategy thereafter? The scent was made. Well, we did it backwards um, because I'm I'm kind of weird. Like when I eat dinner with close friends, I always get dessert first. So um, uh -huh. with my fragrance, we did it backwards. The scent was created last and the marketing around it was created first. So the logo, the packaging, the art was created first. So um, uh, in that, they kind of knew what designs 
to to bring to the table. They they were like, okay, well, you know, your packaging looks very high class, so let's go the route of using raw materials that are a bit more rare to find. Hmm. With the with the uh, with the fonts and everything like that, and the website. I'm looking at your website right now. I mean, it looks very professional. I mean, it looks like. Like, you know, for you being out since October of 2015, I mean, it looks very legit. You have professional photographer, you know, uh, photography being taken. I mean, it looks like a a very, looks like a well-known brand. I mean, it just, it actually does look like a well-known brand. I mean, well, who helped you with all that? I mean, the strategizing of the the, the fonts and, and the website. And I mean, again, you know, I mean, you, you know, I don't think you went to study entrepreneurship or you know, certain things in that, that realm. So it's just kind of, how did you delve into all this? No, I never took an entrepreneurship class. Um, probably could have benefited from one, from one or two, but I, um, you know, in, how do I say this? So I come from a marketing background and in that I was employed with a lot of oil and gas. So that, that taught me branding. And so from there, I knew that everything had to be consistent. Rule number one, rule number two, um, you know, actually not rule number two, everyone that I would work with were significantly older. So, um, they, their perspectives kind of rubbed off on me. So their styles, their fonts kind of rubbed off on me. So that's why, you know, it, it appeals to a slightly older, um, demographic than, than my actual age, (laughs) you know? So it's just because of the environments that I was in. The logo is created by me. Um, the design, I use a company out of San Antonio that they are phenomenal. It's called WSI, but, um, I created the, uh, layout for the website and they matched it and gave me a dream website. Yeah. And it looks really nice. It looks really, really nice. And I'm looking through it and, you know, I was looking at, you even have, it looks like it's a commercial. I mean, I was, I was watching it, uh, the other day and, uh, it's like so professionally done this video. I mean, you got to see it. I mean, it's just kind of like, you know, for, for some startups, you know, they, they probably won't be at your stage just quite yet. I mean, it just looks really, really nice. I mean, you have uh, very good models in there. Um, the, the photographs are done really well. And I, like I said, I saw this YouTube video or your, your commercial and uh, it looks awesome. I mean, how, how did that go? How did you create that? Or- you know, to be honest, when I started this, I, this brand, I was honestly dreaming with my eyes open. I was asking for the earth, moon and stars. And I'm very fortunate that nobody said no. So, um, you know, I, my producer clay is just a a blessing because he, he gave me the best, which is the, the video. Um, to be honest, I literally just sat down and wrote everything that I wanted. I wanted a commercial, I wanted models and I wanted it to look like the bigger, the bigger brands. I wanted it when I wanted it to be like, when you saw it, you didn't think that this was made in my home because it's not. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't look like it. I mean, it doesn't look like it at all. Now, who, how did you meet like the producers and things like that? I mean, how do you, like I said, you know, when some people are starting up, they don't have access to these resources. They don't even know where to start. Uh, it's just, it's overwhelming. You got marketing, you got, you know, employees you got to think about, or you got to think about branding. You got to think about sales. Uh, how did you find these producers? Or how did you start kind of going about setting up your plan? I guess, how did you envision it? 
Well, you know, marketing is kind of something that I'm familiar with. So it was really easy to find producers and photographers, uh, you know, going to U of H. Uh, I met a, my photographer there, uh, Daniel Colvin. And so um, so so that one was already taken care of. I knew he was going to be my photographer from day one. And so the next thing was finding a uh, videographer slash producer that could do it do the commercial and do it at the quality that I really wanted. And so, um, to be honest, I found him online. (laughs) Yeah. Just a simple Uh, Google search, just a simple Google search. And then what led you to, I mean, cause people think sometimes you have to have some type of talent to be where you're at right now. It It has to take so much special, uh, education or something to get there. Sometimes people, maybe just don't understand how it works or the process. I mean, how, how did you go through that, that process yourself? Well, you do have to have talent. <laughs> you think so? um, yeah. In what you, way? You, whatever your art is, you know, you just got to make sure that you're, cause you know, perfume is, is an oversaturated market. You've got to stand out. So, um, the difference between this, this perfume and the others is me, (laughs) you know, like this is a scent that was created from my hand and, you know, we used different techniques to get this, this out. So there is a talent behind what I do. It's not just my name. I didn't just slap my name on a perfume bottle and call it a day. There's talent that's involved. So, I mean, I, I'm a huge believer that everyone has a gift and whatever that gift is, you know, share it with the world. But I mean, there's, there's a certain way that you do it. That's different. That'll attract people. There's a certain way that you can, you know, create your messaging that'll attract people. And most, and in most cases that differentiator is you sure so you said daniel coven i mean this gentleman uh, uh you know you say I, I think i've heard of him before he he also attended the university of houston as well correct mm-hmm. yeah and i remember i think he actually got i think i read about it. he got one of his photos put in i think apple as well but uh you know speaking about people like this uh he's he's kind of getting big too so how do you how do you think the importance of keeping these relationships are uh because uh, it seems like you're 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 hanging around success you know i mean he's successful too with his photography you know you're getting a producer you're getting uh, a master perf you know uh, is it called master perfumer yes they're called you know you're getting these very good i guess bargains and deals out there you know to to get your brand out there and it's just um, what do you think it, it is um, that you think uh, the importance is on 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 being around those type of people or even friends and, and relatives? I mean, is it important you think to being around people that are supportive or not supportive or how, how did that work in, in regards to who you were kind of associating yourself with? Yeah, well, you know, I never want to be dishonest with people. The truth is the um, the first original team that I started with is not the same team that I have. That goes for the chemist, you know, that goes with the people that were around me. Um, so, you know, how do you choose? You choose people that really do care about the vision, if not as much as you do, more than you do. Um, you know, t- yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, you need people to, to it's just like, I think uh, I was reading uh, Jeff Bezos, you know, like he, he didn't hire people that, that didn't believe in his vision either. He wanted people that wanted to work as well too and believed in what he wanted to do. So definitely, no, I understand. I mean, it's hard to get people on board 
when they don't uh, when they don't believe in, in what you're doing. So, so how um, how are you uh, planning the future here? Uh, I know it's kind of uh, early, but what do you envision with Mare, um, with this Mare, uh, with the Mare perfume here or the brand? Well, I want it global. I want it in every store. <laughs> That's the dream. Um, Short-term goals is to get it and to, to make it more accessible to people in the U.S. And then once that's done, we'll take it globally. Okay. Now, how, how, um, how do you plan on doing that? Like, how is it that you're trying to, uh, to get it into the bigger stores? And uh, have you thought about how you're going to get into, like, you know, the big retailers and things like that? Yeah, yeah, through distributors, uh, just distributors and relationships with the buyers of these products. Okay, and since you've been out in October, um, how how have uh, things been for you? Um, is it good? Um, uh, has sales picked up? Uh, how, how are you uh, uh, marketing uh, this right now currently? Well, you know, with any business, the first aspect is brand brand awareness. So building that and that is going really well for the company. And once you once you've um, really done well on that, that's when sales come in. So we're doing OK on both ends. Sure. And are you uh, utilizing social media um, uh, or are you doing um, like door to door knocking? Uh, what, 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 <laughs> How are you doing? Not doing door-to-door knocking, but yes, I am social media, and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram um, as at Mare Fragrance. And we'll put up the links for for the listeners too. Uh, definitely, uh, we'll we'll make that accessible for them, and everything. Um, I, you're on Twitter as well, Facebook, um, Instagram, all those. Yes, yeah. not Twitter, but I am on Pinterest. You're on Pinterest, okay? Def- okay, I'll notate that, and uh, we'll definitely put that up. So. Where uh, where can uh, where can people find this at? I mean, where are you at right now, currently? So right now, it's in stores in Houston, in the Galleria area. There is a store called Shop 1990, and in the downtown area, there is a new pop up shop called Makers at Main. Makers, what was it? Makers at Main. Oh, Makers at Main, and. Uh, what is it that you know that you did to to get yourself in there? How did you how did you pitch it to them? Or because I'm not familiar with the, how the perfume is is put into the stores or anything like that. And uh, how is it that you went out there and got it in there? I'm sure you know people are curious. You know how did she get yeah. it in these two stores? What did she do? Did you know? Did she have people go in there and, and sell for her? Or how how did you do it? Uh, no, just relationship. To be honest, <laughs> that's that's how I got in just relationships with the store owner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, right. Right. And, um, as for the competition, I mean, you got other people in there. I mean, how are you, how are you differentiating yourself from the competition? Uh, so my story is quite different. So perfumers, most of them, I can't speak for everyone, but most of the perfumers that are well known, um, it's kind of in their bloodline, you know, it's, they've been doing it since their grandpa was alive or, you know, it was a trade that was passed on me being the new kid on the block. I, I got started into perfume from a signature, mm-hmm. uh, 
So I am the differentiator. Uh, the other difference is that the perfume is made in France, however, manufactured and made in the USA. That's the, that's the second one. And then the third one is that it's it's handcrafted. No machines were used um, in the process. Everything was done by hand. So it's a quality it's a quality fragrance. Okay. Yeah, and that's good. And I know um, I kind of know how it is when you know you're trying to. Uh, you know, create something specific, you know, and also tailored to certain criteria that you want, especially when you start getting into specialization. So what can you say about having mentors by your by your side since, you know, you really don't have a lot of, um, you know, experience in the, I guess, maybe the entrepreneurship side. Uh, are you taking any classes to, to keep yourself ahead or are you uh, having mentors on your side? How, how does that work? Um, so I do have someone that's kind of like a mentor to me. And one of the things I always tell entrepreneurs who ask me for advice is to never do it alone because that was a mistake I made early on in the beginning. Um, because, you know, I had the dream, I had the vision, and I thought that that could carry me. But the truth and reality is that when you go through um, your your rough times, your down times, and I promise you there will be, <laughs> um, you're going to need someone that can lift you up and that's what a mentor is good for that's what you know you know a spouse or you know someone is good for they, they can hold up the dream while you you know get get better <laughs> sure and i was going to say did you did you keep some of these ideas from certain people um you know did you uh not tell friends certain friends or you know certain relatives just due to the fact that they, they might have killed your dream uh, what is it that you think that that kept it alive and going uh, or and what could have you know what could have killed your dream do you think well um i am a people person i love people and i will talk to anyone and um that's kind of what the problem was in the beginning so i was telling everyone my dream and that's kind of what slowed me down because a lot of them had opinions on how i should do it what i should do what i shouldn't do and it was just too many voices at, at one time so um it really got so bad i had to stop telling people the dream and you know early on I, I just said to myself, well, I want as many people to be a part of my story as as possible. And so that's kind of where, you know, me telling everybody came from. But, um, you know, after after <laughs> I stopped telling people, st stop telling people, that's when things actually started pr being able to produce. Yeah, you were able to focus a lot more and things like mm -hmm. that. So at the moment, uh, are you looking for anybody to invest into your company or how, how are you looking to expand it or grow it or, or are you looking for any interns or um, is there anything that you're needing help with at the moment that you think uh, you know somebody can help out with uh, how does that go oh yeah you know like interns would be a great a great thing for me I'm always open for internships um, investors that would be great um, you know my my goal in finding an investor is not just finding someone that has money um, because you know for me it's not really about the money it's about the heart like I, I never want to lose the heart in my craft I'm not a money-making machine <laughs> you know this business is really about making women and men feel beautiful from the inside out and um, you know you can do that through fragrance so you know, I'm really looking for an investor 
that, you know, brings more than money to the table, whether it be his connections or, you know, something along those lines. Sure. And how did you come up with the name for it, Remember When? Yeah. So Remember When um, comes from the fact that we naturally tie scent to memory. And it just comes from an experience that I had. I I love Miami, Florida. Miami is uh, my second home. And uh, the smell of the water has a specific scent. And I was walking through a store in the Galleria in Houston and smelled that, sm- that scent. And it took me right back. And I just said, that's the name of my bottle. Remember When. Remember When. Yeah. Yeah, it's catchy and I like it. It's very, like I said, I mean, the the brand that you have here, I mean, it's 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 really good. I like it. I like the the font. I like the, I love the commercial. I really, you know, I, when I saw it, I was just like, wow, you know, this is this is really good. You know, I really like the the marketing strategy behind it and everything like that. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, definitely. And so so with all this, I mean, how are uh, the, you know the costs, and how did you come up with pricing and things like that when you can't you know went out to to the market, and how did you determine that? Uh, so I sat with my manufacturer, and I was just saying, you know, you know this market better than I do. Let's price it. Let's price it at a value that you know people will pay for a new brand. Let's price it at a value that is fair to the craft that we did. And um, that's how the price came. It's seventy four ninety nine, and it's for the one hundred milliliter bottle. Okay, and that's just the only size that you have right now. Yes. Okay. Um, and in regards to selling, how how else are you pushing it out there to the market? Uh, to getting uh to getting your your name out there and your brand out there. Well, I've got a digital. Uh, campaign to get it out there so you'll see it um, on online magazines you'll see it on blogs you'll see it a lot on social media um so right now getting it out there through digital platforms okay and um well that's good that's good yeah and i was looking at that right now kind of clicking through that uh you see you have all that on there um uh what about goals setting goals i mean how important it is to set yourself goals for for this and um, does it really matter or, or, or does it not? Oh, it absolutely matters because if you don't have a goal and when the bad times roll in, that's, that's where most people quit. <laughs> so, you know, having the goal and being committed to your goal is very important. And my short term goal goals are, you know, getting this and making this, um, more available to people. Um, in the U.S. right now, that's the short-term goal. So making it more available so that it's not only exclusively online. I wanted to kind of ask on your favorite books. Uh, do you have any books that you read uh, that you recommend anybody reading um, that you like, or or maybe a favorite quote from an author, or maybe a mentor or somebody? Yeah, I mean, I love, love. I don't know why. I'm not a lawyer. I'll probably never never be a lawyer, but I love John Grisham. John Grisham is my favorite author. And, you know, after I graduated college, because I literally had no time in school to read, the first thing I did after graduating, I went to Kroger <laughs> of all places. And uh, that's a grocery store for people outside of the U.S. But anyway, I went to Kroger's and bought a John Grisham book. And that was my, that was my graduation gift to myself. So I love his books. I love the legal crime fiction. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's what I read in spare time. That's good. On this show, um, 
maybe in mind here, uh, there was one thing I wanted to start doing with my interviewees. I wanted to get uh, a quote from you so I could post up on on uh, on the on the page here and something that you uh, have came up with uh, that you feel um, you know has really I guess motivated you or pushed you towards uh, what you what you're doing. Um, do you have a quote that you that you have? Yeah, I mean, um, there's a lot of people, and I'm just going to preface this quote by saying there's a lot of people that really wish that they could do the dream and that they can pursue their dreams, but because of um, a best friend or a parent or a brother or sister, they kind of just stopped. Um, my quote to myself every every day is, you know, let your dreams be the fuel to your destiny. If that's where you want to go, go. You know, the only thing that's preventing you from doing something is you. Is you. And you and I think you had another quote, right? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you are the masterpiece, and everything else is an accessory. So you know, you choose to put on, you choose to listen to those naysayers, or you can choose to listen to you. You are the masterpiece. At the end of the day, um, you're going to be the person that you're most proud of because of the choices that you make. So you know, be that masterpiece. Be the person you want to you want to see in 10 years. Sure. Um, any, any shout outs to anybody, anybody that you feel, um, should be recognized in, in your, in your journey right now, um, that, that has helped you get to where you're at. Absolutely. A huge shout out to my graphic design teacher in, in, uh, at the University of Houston. Her name's Anne Economou Clark. And, you know, had it not been for her, my brand would not look like my brand does. So, um, you know, I th that was a class I had to take. I didn't really want to take it. Um, to me, back then, I wasn't an artist, didn't want to be one. And I, I, I just wanted to market stuff. But um, she was so adamant about teaching me the basics and fundamentals of how to be a graphic designer um, to the point where she would stay with me after class and literally just put her hand over mine on the mouse and just guide, you know, my hand. And I really just learned that all from her. So, you know, every, every graphic that you see has a touch of her, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful. The bots designed, you know, that comes from the fact that someone else took the time to spend, uh, teaching me illustrator and all of that. Sure. So she was a big part of of your your preparation, is what you're saying, and everything. Oh yeah. And your, your, your startup. Okay. Um, kind of narrowing it down here and kind of winding it down. Uh, advice. Um, I know that when I was in the, the entrepreneurship program at the University of Houston, the Bauer College of Business, there, I remember I'd always ask our guest speakers what was their biggest mistake I know we always know about success and right now people will see what you're doing that's successful but what is it that you feel was your biggest mistake and what did you learn from it and um, what can you tell others about it you know for me uh, my biggest mistake was not building the audience before launching the product so um, I design the product before the community for the product. And, um, that, that took a big hit. So, uh, I would advise, you know, for you to tease the crowd, to tease your, your target market. So if you're creating the next app, you know, 
tell people about it. Let the let the world know when you're at a at a stage that you know this is something that can actually happen. Now I'm going to tell the people that this is what I'm working on. It'll be out in three months. Um, so that was the biggest mistake I did. I I didn't do that, and uh, so yeah, you can learn from my mistake. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So um, right now, if uh, do, do you have like a promotion for any any of the viewers right now um, or listeners? Uh, excuse me, uh, right now for, for the Maven Minds uh, show here? I do. Um, I really I really think that it is so cool to have a signed bottle by the creator. And it's not something that I do for anybody, for, but for all the listeners out there, I will sign your bottle if you just write a note and you just say, Maven Minds, please sign. Please sign. Okay, so the Maven Minds, please sign so that they know they... they uh, they found you through here. Mayor, I really uh, appreciate uh, your time. Uh, there's one last thing I kind of wanted to say um, on here. The reason I created this was to share with everyone uh, with this podcast was to highlight and shed light on local Houston entrepreneurs that are starting up or have been in business for a while. But specifically, I wanted to emphasize the University of Houston. And of course, this may change later, but I wanted to kind of focus on this niche. Um, wanted to bring light, shed some light to to uh, the startups and and of course the, the the entrepreneurs that have been in business out there for a while, of course. And um, it's a way to support. I feel um, your hometown, support your alumni, and give them a platform. The, the Maven Minds here to 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 allow the entrepreneurs to tell their story about their success and their failures, so that. Uh, we can prepare, you know, for the worst, but expect the best, you know, for, for some people here, you know, it never, you know, nothing ever goes as planned. Sometimes there's always a bump in the road, but in my opinion, as I've stated myself and with others, I feel that, you know, all we have in this world is each other for support. So definitely I, I would like to, whoever's listening, uh, here locally, you know, support, support your hometown, um, support your local entrepreneurs. So if you have a chance, please share this. Try, uh, try the product out, and definitely let let um let us know, uh, or let Mayor know how it is. Feedback is always good. Uh, constructive criticism is always good. I feel, you know, let her know what's going on. Share it. Uh, if you would like to help out by offering your knowledge and support, please reach out to us via the links, and uh, you can find a way to support more. Let's say um, if you want to help her, if you're an investor, uh, if you want to help her out with. Um, audio, visual, whatever, etc. If uh, you would like to help uh, your local entrepreneur and uh, UH alum, definitely reach out to us or her via any of the links that you find below. So definitely, if you like the Maven Minds as well podcast uh, and would like to hear more of these interviews, please subscribe to, to us on iTunes or SoundCloud and leave feedback. Uh, this will be the first, uh, again, interviewee that I've done on iTunes, and uh, we really would appreciate both feedback and sharing and any comments or notes or suggestions. Thank you again for your time, uh, Mavens. Uh, thank you again, Mayor, with yes, yeah, with with your you know with um, with your story, um, Mayor uh, Perfume. Remember when is the name of it? And uh, we'll put links up to where you can find it, and I'll put links up to the website. And thank you again. And um, hopefully uh, we'll keep in touch. I'll reach out to you again, and maybe we can have you on later on down the road once. Uh, you're uh you're global and everything <laughs> that'd be nice all right well Mayor, thank you so much and thank you so much everybody else for listening uh 
I will see you on the next episode of The Maven Minds. And uh, go Cougs.